गाइस दिस इज योर होस्ट नितिन बिन्हानी एंड अ वेरी वार्म वेलकम टू माय स्टार्टअप पॉडकास्ट चैनल जेजायर ऑडियो वे वी शेयर रियल स्टोरीज विथ रियल लर्निंग्स As of March 2022 there are over 1000 unicorns around the world. So for some time I had been pretty curious to understand how really VCs dig out or put their bets on such unicorns at quite an early stage. So in today's podcast I invited Ashish Kumar a partner at Fundamentum Partnership a growth based VC fund based out of India to share his insights on how does a VC source a unicorn deal at the early stage. To share about his role Ashish was instrumental in investing Investing Farm Easy back in 2018 when it was hardly known, and today Farm Easy is a recognized healthcare platform in in India that was last valued at 5.6 billion dollars. So let's welcome our today's special guest. Hey Ashish, welcome to Jazar Audio. Glad to have you here. Thanks, Nitin. I'm pretty excited to be here as well, and you know, talk to you and talk to your audience. Let's start with you know, as a part of a VC firm, what got you interested in the healthcare sector? Then I believe every sector in India will go through digitization, and the largest companies in these spaces will create massive value by digitizing multiple adjacent profit pools in that ecosystem. So when you think about healthcare, we kind of look at this into three large sectors: mm-hmm. OPD, IPD, and wellness. And we believe that there will be a large company that will be created in each of these areas because of their immense market size. And if you look at all OPD, IPD, and wellness, each one of them are multi-multi-billion-dollar market size of. opportunities yeah the second is the ease and value of digitization in these spaces and the quality of entrepreneurs that i am seeing who are trying to solve this problem so when you look at all three so pharmacy is our investment in the opd space we have also made one in the ipd space that we have bid that we will announce soon now you had assessed several players in the pharma sector what were the three key factors that stood out for pharmacy Yeah, interesting question. You know, I would say the first will be the completeness of the team. Okay. So, so there are five founders. So, Siddharth, who is the CEO of the business, he is the transformational leader. Dharmil and Harsh are the operational muscle of the business, and Dhawal and Hardik are the integrator of the business. So, we haven't seen too many teams which are as complete as what we saw in Farmizi. So, that's the that's one. Okay. Second is that these Farmizi also demonstrated very right. early choices by focusing on the two things i would say one is the gross margin where you know in this industry there are various pharma associations who at some say and which does have an impact on how gross gross margins play out but uh, the team actually focused on the gross margins yeah. and the second one on this is the, they also built their own last mile logistics that helped them with higher customer satisfaction score so when we looked at other players you know lo- the logistics was pretty much outsourced to the existing third party logistics player in the country whereas uh, pharma which also requires certain medicines to be transferred in a temperature controlled environment would require your own last mile logistics and that's the second thing that the pharmacy had done well and the third i would say is that pharmacy also focused on very long term value creation by thinking of the space as an ecosystem where eventually while while they started with pharma but they knew that ultimately this is a business after some time we'll also have to look at diagnostics b2b supplies and will and these will be all integrated rather than them remaining just the pharma consumer supplies and besides the team what other factors drove you to commit to farm easy 
Yeah, so, so in general, if you when you look at let's say the pharma space, the fact that it was a large market, easy to digitize, you know, those were the two themes. But when you look at let's say pharmacy in general, other than the fact that the founders were outstanding entrepreneurs, I think the entire team, not only founders but the next level management team, they actually demonstrated very strong domain knowledge, and many okay. of them actually had some previous backgrounds in the in the healthcare sector, either professionally or through their family. Somebody's people were doctors, in fact. one of the co-founder is a doctor himself in the company right so and that was very nicely captured in the entire management team of let's say 10 12 people right you know with not and not only the founder the second which is again a very organizational muscle was the deep empathy for customer pain right? yeah. healthcare is a sector where it has to be more than business right and you have to kind of empathize with the customer little more than any other business and uh, it requires a very different type of uh, thinking and empathy so that was the second thing that i would proceed and the third is that in general these guys were i was great business people i have seen lot of people starting from in the technology background they are great at product they are great at engineering and they may also be good at domain but a lot of times they may not be as good at thinking through the business from a pure business building skills and i thought it was by far you know one of better organized company even at a earlier stage when we invested in pharmacy of course they were very very small at that point of time So in general what makes a team shine over others in a particular sector yeah so i think uh, i have a i've had the privilege of uh, meeting multiple entrepreneurs and i've also seen you know which are the companies which become successful and i will say that then that there may be three to four uh, characteristics of the team that uh, pretty much bubbles up uh, okay. as a common theme across these companies number one is obsession for customer satisfaction right so yeah. you know how obsessed are you with uh, the value prop position and whether customer is uh, happy there or not and not only happy but uh, he has to be probably 10 times more ha- happier than the other alternative that he or she has number 2 is that uh, there is a very deep desire to be market leader india is a market where it where it rewards the leader significantly more than even the second player that's the second common characteristic that i have seen in uh, uh, entrepreneurs that they have a very deep desire to be the market leader they're just not happy with being the number 2 third i would say is the first principle thinking you know, so most of these businesses are being built for the first time and they don't have too many parallels that they can take examples from so you can't just copy anybody else's execution you have to kind of think about that from a very first principle basis so that's the third piece and i would say the last one will be very high integrity you know these could be very large businesses you know these businesses will not make money for quite some time they will attract a lot of capital so high integrity is, is the fourth and uh, you know one of the most important pillar in all of this coming back to farm easy you had to tweeted sometime back about channel relationships margins and supply chain as the key differentiator or even more for pharmacy can you elaborate on that Yeah, so I will say multiple things, which is of course part of the tweet. But if I were to really maybe bubble up two large difference, was number one is that if you look at the structure of this industry, the entire distribution plus retailer margin has been constant throughout the last many many years. You know, it yeah. usually is around thirty percent or so, right? And the reason, irrespective of whether you are a strong pharma company or a new and upcoming pharma company, and and similarly whether you are new distributor or, or an existing 
distributor everyone has a very similar uh, gross margin and that yeah. is because there, there is an association which ensures a little bit of parity right it's, so it, in a way it is not very standard free market behavior in a free market anybody new would if there is a new pharma company they would actually give a little more uh, margins to get people to start using their medicine so it does not happen here but if you are creating a company you will have to solve this problem you know you will have to say that hey can i make instead of 30% gross margin can i make uh, higher gross margin and that would only happen when you are when you start understanding pharma companies lot more better mm-hmm. so this their entire relations with this pharma companies um, actually help them do that so they understood that you no know, while in uh, many many medicines this will that margins will continue to remain what it is but in certain scenarios the margins could could be very different and what we that's exactly one difference that we saw nitin when we invested that you know when we looked at like four five six companies yeah there is a stark difference between what uh, gross margin pharmacy was showing vis-a-vis anybody any other company so that's that i would say was the great insight that uh, the company had and that ultimately became to be differentiator because in an e-commerce uh, model the cost for most companies would be very similar it is the margin that where you could differentiate right and the reason the cost is similar because uh, e-commerce is a relatively mature industry in india and you can differentiate on cost you have to differentiate on margin the second is this they had a in-house logistics team last mile logistics team which was which is called swifto and the reason it is important is that uh, medicines there are certain medicines let's say insulin insulin uh, injection yeah. right it needs to be you know transported in a, a temperature controlled environment and when you are ordering let like, you know, god forbid if somebody has a you know di- has a has a condition where they need di- insulin injection and they also need certain other medicine it has to be delivered to them together you know it is not that you could say that give me three medicines today and give me four medicines tomorrow it does not work like that either is a concept of entire prescription fill rate right? yeah. that would only be possible when you have a logistics team which is owned controlled by you and third party for third party players until then it wasn't a very large use case so they were not solving for it so you had to solve for it yourself and pharmacy actually had this foresight that they created this which ultimately helped out in the customer satisfaction and in a consumer internet company once you have the customer satisfaction naturally you will keep getting better word of mouth and that will ultimately yield into higher market share for you So this might be a cliche question. Did you ever envisage that Pharmazy would turn out to be an a unicorn someday? Yeah, so I always thought that they would be a unicorn, but I definitely was very pleasantly surprised that it took them so little time. I think they didn't even take them 4 years. It actually yeah. took them I think what somewhere between 2 and 1/2 to 3 years if, I, if my memory serves me right. So I definitely was very pleasantly surprised. And that that's today's India and then right, you know. Yeah. Uh, the entrepreneurs are like far more uh, aggressive, confident and and sometimes it is very educational right you know like yeah. uh, it also helps us in as the investment team capacity kind of understand and benchmark our next setup entrepreneurs with what we have learned in the previous portfolio company from the founders perspective you know what should they really focus on at the early stage in order to become a leader in any sector i think writing is pretty much clear for everyone that you know as a startup what you have to do is that you have to do one job very very well rather yeah. than you know being average in 10 so it's, it's very tempting when you are in a early stage right what will happen is that you will start with a problem you will get some success initially and then the, then there will be a roadblock the moment that there is a roadblock you know it's very tempting 
tempting to see that hey, while while you are doing one experiment, you are actually doing multiple experiments, two or three experiments, and it may be very tempting to kind of look at and index on an experiment which may not be as strategic important to you, but you may just get little more success there. So okay. It's important to choose to very very narrowly define your market in the early days, and this choice is very important. And yeah. in the early stage, when you have less access to capital, you should not be doing that. So I would say that stay focused and uh, spend time with the consumers on what is their biggest pain point right when you you ask people people will tell you three pain points but when you ask enough number of people and ask that in an in a in an intelligent manner you will naturally see that one problem is going to come lot more number of times as compared to anybody else and you just kind of solve for it you know and that is how the brands get created you say that hey i do this job and i do this job better than anybody else finally can you tell us about fundamentum partnership and what's your investment thesis Yeah so we are what we call as an early growth stage investor and okay. we typically invest anywhere between 10 to 20 million dollar in a single round of a company and uh, the companies could be raising anywhere between 20 to 50 million dollar at that point of time out of which we typically write half of this and uh, the rest half is usually because taken by their existing investors so that's how we have done we are we building a pretty concentrated portfolio and we also want to spend time with the company as much time with the company post our investment as we have time spent time before the investment and that is why all our team members in with the investment team have been ex entrepreneurs at some point of time right we feel that uh, you know any entrepreneur who has any anybody who has built businesses has a slightly better empathy and understanding of how, how what, what what does it take to kind of build businesses so that's how what we have done we we kind of invest in like indian companies whether they could be consumer tech or they could be enterprise software so with this we have reached at the end of this podcast ashish thank you so much for sharing great insights with us it was really a pleasure to have you on Jazar Audio thank you nitin the pleasure is all mine i enjoyed this conversation are you a founder of an early stage startup and looking to raise funding get your startup investor ready before even you start pitching to your prospective investors for know how please visit www.jazaro.in that is www.jasaro.in lastly i want to thank all the listeners who took their valuable time to listen to this podcast keep rocking be safe and don't forget to share 